Around 7pm last night, a riot broke out in Bogger Road Jail. The media were not permitted to get close enough to the jail to give an objective report. The only information released was that there was a fire and the situation was under control. At 8pm, we recorded a phone report from Triple Z's Arian from the Prisoners Program explaining the situation. There's quite a few people outside of um, Bogger Road Jail. There's obviously a riot happening inside. There's been a huge fire, um, a lot larger than, than what most people um, expected. There's a lot of shouting inside. Um, from where we were standing, on the opposite end, at the opposite end of Bogger Road, um, we could actually see visually, not that well, but we could actually see figures of people standing, men standing at the uh, bars. And um, they're being gassed inside, they're being bashed. They're actually slowly suffocating to death inside. And all they're asking for is basic human rights. Now, um, this is to people inside Bogger Road who also, who on the off chance might have um, radios on. And what we want to say to them is that there are a lot of people outside who are standing out in the street in Annerley Road, in Bogger Road, who support you and are in full solidarity with you. And we're also saying to you to not speak to anyone until you actually get a solicitor under no circumstances, because it will be used against you. And don't allow yourself to be verbaled either. We're making that really clear, because that just might help save your life. There's friends and family of people who were prisoners inside Bogger Road, outside in the streets, wondering what's happening. We're actually wondering what's happening inside because we don't really know. The only thing that we know is what we've been told just through the screaming, but that is not very clear at all. We just know that they're being gassed, that's all. And um, there's lots of guard dogs around. The um, entire street has been cordoned off as well. Basically, like, they're just fleeing for basic human rights inside and they're treated like animals and so if they're treated like animals then they end up being animals so what do you expect at 10 p.m last night we received another two reports from bogger road which confirmed the belief that the situation was more serious than the media was led to believe following is segments from two reports from Tanya Saul describing the severity of the situation i'm at bogger road jail at the moment there's men from one of the wings that was on fire, now on top of the roof. They're being bombed with tear gas at the moment, and so is the crowd on the street, just getting the residual from that. Um, There's a lot of noise, there's a lot of police around the place, there's a lot of pigs laughing, having a really good time, great Friday night entertainment. There's a lot of very upset people around here and a lot of people supporting the prisoners. The conditions inside Bogger Road are disgusting. Uh, we heard on through the media phones before that the media were to be cleared out because the police were going to start arresting the vocal people that are on the street supporting the prisoners. Now, there's a whole group of people up there. There's probably at least 100 people outside Bogger Road Jail waiting to see what ha- will happen and in there in solidarity with those prisoners. So we'll wait and see what happens if the police do move in on the crowd. What's happened now is that there's still quite a few prisoners up on top of um, Division 2 roof. They've been bombed with tear gas, F-wing it is. Um, I think that they've still got their radios, so if you boys are listening, hang in there, stick together and stay strong. They're asking for civil liberties lawyers, lawyers, So if there are any civil liberties lawyers out there, particularly Terry O'Gorman, 
maybe you could get down here because you are who they want. And they also would like to see the Minister for Prisons, Mr Niels. One of the blokes on top of the roof said that this riot is worse than Bathurst riots. There's a lot of crap going down and, well, they just seem to be hanging in there. The police have moved people away, keeping them up on street corners away from the prison so that now they can no longer see the blokes on top of the roof. But people are staying. As long as, as, long as this keeps going, people are going to stay around and support them. All the areas around the prison, all the roads have been blocked off, so no one else can really get in unless they've got a valid reason, like they live down the road or something. And uh, that's about it for now, but you blokes keep in there. More information about last night's riot will be given to you later on today by the newsroom. And there'll also be a report on Brisbane Line tomorrow between 3 and 5pm. For those of you who are concerned about the way the men are treated in Bogger Road, there'll be a picket held outside Bogger Road Jail today at 2pm. It's now a year since prisoners at Brisbane's Bogger Road Jail took it over for five days and burnt about a third of it down. For years before that riot, prisoners had been complaining unsuccessfully about inhumane treatment and living conditions. Amongst their grievances are routine bashings and intimidation, rotten food, an unfair parole system and severe restrictions on visits and letters. The Queensland prison's philosophy is perhaps summarised by two, of, two memorable quotes from Minister Jeff Muntz from last November. I'm rather tired of the cry of civil liberties that's gone up within the prison. And referring to the 600 hunger-striking prisoners, he said, if they don't want to eat the food, then they can starve. Within 20 minutes of that statement being broadcast on ABC Radio, Brisbane Jail was in flames. In the 12 months since the riot, the Labor Opposition, the Civil Liberties Council, the Prisoners' Action Group and even the Courier-Mail have all been calling for a judicial inquiry into the prison system and the causes of the riot. Muntz has consistently refused this and has only allowed one highly controlled media inspection of the jail. That was in April. But last week he announced a different sort of inquiry into claims that the jail was badly administered and that prisoners were buying parole, selling drugs and running bookmaking outfits. These claims have originated from the Special Squad, an elite group of prison officers noted for their hardline views on punishment. They form the right wing of the prison officers' union. In his press statement, Muntz blandly said the inquiry would look at management problems, including a breakdown in communications. This just might be official talk for prison officers doing what they like and not telling the administration, who are doing their best not to find out anyway. At his press conference on Monday, Jeff Muntz once again showed incredible ignorance of how his department and the legal system is supposed to work. To every question about the details of the inquiry's legal powers and, and public access to it, he simply said... Anyone with allegations could come forward as long as they had evidence. When asked why it was simply a departmental inquiry and not a judicial hearing or even a public hearing, the minister just said, because it's not, and because it's not necessary. But he did stress it would be an independent inquiry under the leadership of career public servant Sir David Longland. Sir David Longland will make recommendations, and certainly if those recommendations, I feel they're the correct ones, they'll be uh, implemented straight away. You keep talking malfunction, Minister, but are we talking about bent prison officers who aren't... No, I'm not talking about bent prison officers at all. No, I'm not talking about bent prison officers at all. I repeat, I have the the greatest confidence in the prison officers within the Queensland system. But unfortunately, because of the continuing allegations, and you know those allegations as well as I do, Every month there's allegations of graft and corruption. Surely it's my responsibility to put them to rest and clear the good name of all prison officers. Now, if there is one 
whether it be inside the prison or outside the prison, surely you would expect me to have him charged if there's sufficient evidence. So Sir David Longman will be looking to investigate the allegations of corruption? If he has any evidence, or any evidence of any nature of allegations, whether it be graft, corruption, uh, drugs, or whatever, he will immediately place them in the hands of the Commissioner of Police. Which, which is the appropriate authority to investigate criminal charges. What's the briefing have you given him? Graft, corruption and drugs, but will you be investigating the, the more serious allegations of routine bashings of prisoners, uh, the administration ignoring their legitimate grievances, inhuman conditions, food, all the, all the conditions which led to the riot a year and a week ago today, yeah. and that still... Every allegation Every allegation placed before the Commission will be investigated. And what so we have the power of subpoena? He doesn't ha need the power of subpoena at this stage. Will Surely, he if he has any evidence of corruption, of a criminal nature, the right department authority to place that before is the Commissioner of Police. What Nobody could argue if that. If allegations are made well, against a certain person, say a prison officer, will this inquiry have the power to then call that prison officer before the inquiry? No, if there's any evidence of those allegations. Surely we can all make allegations. Anybody can make allegations. But there has, be, there has to be some proof well, and some evidence. Well, will prisoners be given the protection of anonymity if they have, uh, if they have claims to make against warders, for example? Or will they be forced to uh, go public? Not at all. I, I, I don't know what... Just don't quite well, get like to point. One of the problems in the past has been that the prisoners are afraid to make allegations against warders, for example, because of the possibility of recrimination. Uh, are you going to afford them some protection so that they can... Um, uh There's no... In, uh, no, I said if anybody has allegations to make, they should have proof to make those allegations. But isn't that you the know, goal, you can't goal keep, of the inquiry? You can't to to make allegations against an individual or somebody else unless you've got some proof, and surely that's fair well, enough. Isn't that what inquiries and police forces are for? Is there any come other up proof? Else, so, will Sir David go into the prison and uh, take submissions from prisoners? Minister, are you going to answer that question or not? I've told you what I thought. Will Sir David go into the prison and answer other, those questions? Are there any other questions? Yes, Will Sir David hear from prisoners? What's yeah. wrong with that question? Is that not good enough to be answered? Is, this, is this political censorship? That's what I want to know. Is, is it? It's censorship where you come from, that's for sure. Well, you could even answer that question. Minister, don't you have a would go into the perfectly reasonable What's that? question? Well, if it comes from you, I would, yeah. Why? What's well, that again? <laughs> Will Sir David go into the prison to conduct his inquiry? Is, uh, Sir David will have access to the prison, that's for sure, yeah. That's an elementary. I didn't think it'd be... You'd need to uh, ask that, really. How could he conduct inquiry if he didn't go into the prison? Well, pretty Mr. stupid Mr. question, really. What guarantees will that's no reflection on you, but it's reflection what on somebody What guarantees else. will the inquiry be able to give to prisoners who give evidence that they won't suffer any form of uh, retribution once they get back inside the prison system? They can make the allegations they've made in the past to Sir David uh, through correspondence, if they so wish. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I can... Uh, through correspondence... Well, I might be able to afford them any protection, though. No, they've got the protection of the Brisbane prison, of the, of the, of the prison system, and that's, it's, as I said, it's the best in Australia, and uh, I would even say it's probably the best in the world. This investigation may not be able to get to the bottom of it because prisoners will be too frightened to come forward and give their evidence. Yes, I'm not greatly concerned about the, the prisoners. I'm concerned about the prison officers, number one. And I'm also concerned about the security of the public, the, um, the humane treatment of prisoners, 
and their rehabilitation. And their Number one priority in any prison system is the, is the security outside the prison. And that's your friends and my friends and your family and, and my family. It's not a public open inquiry. Well, why not? This is the, this because it's not. Because it's not. Because it's not. Minister, you're obviously not interested in the allegations by prisoners. Isn't this just a whitewash? One of the many questions that Jeff Muntz refused to answer. The suggestion that this inquiry will be a whitewash has come from a number of quarters. Senior prison officers, the Prisoners Action Group, the Council for Civil Liberties and the Courier-Mail. Since that press conference, Muntz has been forced to concede that prisoners will be able to appear anonymously before the inquiry. All the same, few people are confident that it will take prisoners or their grievances seriously. Months and the Prisons Department have already published a report into the causes of the riot last November. They blamed agitators inside and out outside the jail, including Triple Z and the Prisoners Action Group. On Monday, Months showed that he was confident all allegations would be proven false. He stressed more than once that he had total confidence in the prison officers, but the inquiry was nevertheless needed to clear their good names. So what will come out of this inquiry, which will start almost immediately and report by next March or April? Amanda Collins is talking to Terry O'Gorman, President of the Council for Civil Liberties. Well, it appears that uh, many of the allegations to be investigated have been uncovered by the prison's emergency squad. How do you think that will affect the terms of the inquiry? Well, recent Royal Commissions in Australia show that the, the, the terms of reference make or break an inquiry. I'd be concerned that the government would frame the terms of reference of this inquiry in such a way so as to enhance the position of the emergency squad or in such a way as to denigrate the position of people who've been calling for reasonable jail reforms. I would see this murdered inquiry as a carefully planned vehicle to perhaps say prisoners are getting it too good, look what's happening, therefore we shouldn't uh, pay any attention uh, to demand for reform of the parole system or demand for reform of the visiting justice system. The point that we're making is, if there is to be an inquiry, it has to be public, it has to be conducted by a judge, not by some public servant, and it's got to be into the entire prison system, not just into certain allegations that have been floated by a squad which have a vested interest in uh, uh, building their empire. Mm. If this, this sort of inquiry goes ahead, do you think that the sort of public inquiry that the Council for Civil Liberties has been calling for for over a year now will be pushed even further? into the distance? Well, that's a very big risk, you see. If the terms of reference of this mooted inquiry are just into the allegations of prisoners buying parole, uh, it will push the uh, cause that we've been arguing uh, right into the background, and I think that is really quite quite deliberate on the part of the people who've, who've got the uh, who've got the emergency squad allegations to this stage. That's why we're saying that the inquiry has got to be wide enough not just to look into the allegations of prisoners buying parole, because that's looking at something in a vacuum. We say the inquiry should look at all aspects of prison administration, including particularly the circumstances that gave rise to the November 83 riots and what has happened since, particularly uh, what has happened in the closed prison courts, because there have been a number of appeals that have been successful to the district court, and a number of district court judges have been extremely critical of the role of uh, the closed court system. 